seriously, why are people worried about what Dave Meltzer and his rent boy Brian Alvarez thinks? I mean, really, is, is this how low wrestling has sank? Is this the stage we're at? Because Jesus Christ, it's looking a lot like it. God, here's the thing, and I'm, and this is the Alexa Bliss fan base as well I'm really going for, because, you know, uh, here's the thing, like, back at the, the whole build-up into the Royal Rumble, they were actually building Alexa really strong, really strong, great, fantastic. Uh, she gets tossed out like a jobber within two minutes, but they, they were cool with that. And they were cool with the fact that there was no belt, no, there was like no continuation with Alexa. You've, you've been building to the Royal Rumble with Alexa and Orton on TV with each other constantly, but there was no payoff at Royal Rumble. Okay. And then for the Alexa, missed a week as well, as well. But in the build up to Elimination Chamber, it was mainly between Alexa and Orton. But again, when it came to the pay per view, no payoff, nothing. You just had Orton get rolled up like a jobber by Kofi Kingston. Okay, again, fair enough. And you're cool with that, but the minute Dave Meltzer says, you know what, Bray Wyatt, well, you know, he probably, what was it, the worst gimmicks are apparently Bray Wyatt's the worst one, Alexa Sturge, he'll probably announce it like this. Yeah, you, you knew what, you, in first place is Alexa Bliss, you know. She, she never wrestled in a match in Japan, so, you know, I'll put her in first place for that, you know, the worst, the worst gimmick. Anyway, what do you think of that, Brian? Oh my God, yeah. I, 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 she, she just can't take bumps in a paddling pool like me because we're such experts. I, absolutely, yeah. And then your Bray Wyatt is apparently the worst game at you. <laughs> at the end of the day, it's a pair of fucking dirt sheep bums' opinions. Why are you fucking bothered about that? But you're cool. With no consistency in the fucking storytelling. That's what I don't get. You've got like. Alexa gets boot, was built up really strong and then boot like a fucking. In the, in the build up to the Rumble, and then boot like a fucking jobber. You're cool with that. But. Oh, the, the minute a dirt sheet person turns around and gives an opinion, and you know what? They are entitled to their opinion, whether you agree with it or not. I don't agree with them. I think Meltzer and Alvarez are a pair of fucktards. But the fact that you're actually that bothered what these pair of fucktards think shows you just how far wrestling has sank. This is pathetic. And this the, the, the wrestling fan base on Twitter is like, oh, I'm so bothered about what they say. Oh, no. How could you say that? Blah, 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 blah. But... Then when you, when your favourites like are like getting two minute matches or whatever at the Royal Rumble wait after getting all that build up, when it literally made no sense, what's what's wrong with you? Seriously, what's wrong with you? the the Bliss fan base? Really, I like I've said before, the Alexa Bliss fan base pisses me off no end no end because they live in the wrestling bubble. And you know what? And one other thing I've noticed, she had her debut on uh, Punky Brewster's yesterday. Like a, a, a TV show outside the wrestling bubble, I have barely seen a tweet about it. Barely seen a fucking tweet about it. Because, it, you know why? Because it's not wrestling related. 
Now, I've not seen it yet, but I heard it, it came on like Peacock because uh, Peacock said, well, as far as I'm aware, it's just in the US. So, I've, you know, I'm in Scotland. I can't watch it yet. I can't fucking wait to watch it. I'd rather watch that. I'd rather watch her see do something outside of the wrestling bubble, outside of the neckbeard bubble, than this nonsense because, oh, good God, this has, the last month has summed up the bubble perfectly and I summed up a big problem with the Alexa Bliss fans on Twitter. A lot of the Alexa Bliss fans on Twitter, what, six months ago, if somebody said, you know what, her booking was bad, even though she never won a match for months on end, it's like, oh, you're terrible, you're toxic, you're this, you're that. Hooray for the WWE, no matter what. But the, the, a lot of these people, see the people saying that, they would suck the WWE's dick dry no matter what. They will sit and watch this product no matter what and say, oh, this is fantastic. This is brilliant and fantastic. Well, you know what? You know what the you know what the thing is with the WWE? They are a brilliantly run company off screen. That's why they get the Peacock deal. That's why they get the SmackDown deal, the SmackDown or Fox deal. They are a brilliantly run company off screen. On screen, the show's fucking terrible and it only appeals to marks. The, the marks who watch any of shit wrestling related. That's that's it right there in a nutshell. The the Alexa Bliss fan page is just... Oh, seriously, just, I really, really... I've, I've said it so many times, but uh, I really hope this Punky Brewster thing is the, the first step in the right direction of getting the hell out of this wrestling bubble. I would... Honestly, I'd be fine with her, like even being part-time or whatever, doing acting, doing wrestling or whatever whatever and the, the one the only good thing about this whole thing with her and Bray Wyatt is it has shown up her acting talent it's gave her a chance to show her acting talent but now they're not you're not even getting that because it's just stupid parlor tricks over and over again now that's all it is is like people like spitting goo and all this shit and you know what was happening you know what happened now the YouTube clips where Alexa and Orton aren't drawing anymore especially since the Royal Rumble. Have you noticed that? Because these these things were like drawing, even the stupid fireball thing, which to be fair, I thought was stupid, but I was kind of happy about it. It was like, oh, you know what? At least, she, at least she was in a main event spot and got to, you know, do something like, at least she was featured in the main event spot and people seemed to like that in it. And it drew a lot. So, you know what? Cool. I was fine with that. This storyline really has jumped the shark, and it's jumped the shark horribly. Like the week that she was like going to set her, asked Orton to set her on fire and poured the gasoline on her. That was a great segment because I thought it was dramatic, it was exciting, it was genuinely good television. It was actually plausible because Alexa came across as somebody who was uh, portraying grief in that segment as well. It was somewhat believable in an unbelievable situation in many ways, so I thought that was brilliant. Brilliant television. And what did they do the next week? Nothing. Absolute jack shit. It was just Orton and backstage segment, walking about, talking to a bunch of legends. So they ruined that. And then they, they, they brought it back the, the week after, like, where Alexa shot the fireball and that's garbage. And you're like, okay, fine, whatever. It was kind of stupid then. And the whole... Honestly, honestly, if you like the storyline, that is absolutely fine. It's completely your prerogative. I think the storyline has promise, 
I just think they've ruined it. And everything involving Bray Wyatt always seems to go to shit. I don't blame him necessarily because I actually think he has a great creative mind. But I think once... And I think this storyline has gotten gradually worse and worse and worse the more Wyatt's been off screen, which leads me to believe he's not involved in this storyline. It's It's got Bruce Pritchard's goofy-ass fingerprints all over it. So that's why it's getting worse and worse, and it's drawing less and less. Because I'll say one thing, the night after the Rumble, Alexa had a match with Nikki Cross, which got like, I think I think it got to like 1.6 million views or something like that, which is, which is impressive. I mean, when does Nikki Cross ever get anything over a million views? Not very often, but she's had three, well, like, three matches with Alexa that's gotten over a million views in the last six months. So that tells you something. That tells you something, but... You know, it's the storyline's not it's not even drawn anymore because the the whole talk about the the oh the controversy about her with the pentagram and all that it barely got over a million views, so that even that didn't draw and this that fucking god awful segment where Orton spitting up the goo got just over seven hundred k views at this point in time we're we're at Friday that came out what Monday. So we're like even, what, three and a half days later? What is it? That's pathetic. Considering this storyline was getting like four million views, six million views with RKO and everything like that, you know? It's bad. It's, they've jumped the shark, like I said, a month just, just after the rumble. And people people outside the absolute bubble who are going to watch any else shite wrestling related are sick of it because it makes no sense. The whole, where did Randy Orton's burns go? Exactly. It made no fucking sense. This storyline is dreadful. You should be more upset at the WWE for for writing god-awful shit content than you should be about a pair of dirt sheet marks who shouldn't matter. But the fact, the fact that so many people are actually bothered about their opinion is a massive fucking problem. Do you think anyone gave a flying fuck what Dave Meltzer said during the Attitude Era? No, they didn't. They were too busy watching a fucking great product that actually appealed to people who aren't complete neckbeards. They, nobody fucking cared. And it drew, and the people on the show drew outside the wrestling bubble. There's a problem right there, right there in a nutshell. So you know what, it is what it is, I guess, now. But at the end of the day, you should be more upset at the WWE for their bad writing than you should be for a bunch of fucking dark sheet writers because, of this. because you know, what does it matter what these dark sheet people say? They don't. They don't write the show. They're not in on the show. So, but they give their opinion, and then you all, they all fly off the handle. I don't know. You should be more worried about the fact that there's less and less people watching professional wrestling because of how bad it's gotten. But there you have it, and there you have it. And then this isn't even. I don't give two shits about AEW. AEW is a lot of shit as well. And, and no doubt, no doubt. And uh, Meltzer and Alvarez will probably praise Big Show to the, the moon next year. He'll probably be part of the 
the awards next year. He just missed the cut this year because, well, we all know why he just missed the cut. But next year, I'll be like, well, you know, um, Big Show's um, Big Show's work rate was always underrated. Yeah, he always had some good matches, you know, uh, whatever. But you know, what? Alexa Bliss, fantastic talent, fantastic talent. I don't fuck what Meltzer and Alvarez say. The 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 Alexa Bliss fan base on Twitter has just appeared in the arse now. I just can't be bothered with them. You know, I, mean, I'm, I, I can't be doing with them. At the end of the day, though, hopefully, hopefully, Punky Brewster's leads to bigger and better things outside the wrestling bubble. That's all I've got to say about that. So thank you ever so much for listening if you've made it this far. And if you're offended about what I've said, good. Go fuck yourself. But at the end of the day, thanks very much and goodbye.